Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing our examination of the Scripture, particularly looking at what the Lord says repeatedly in in the Scripture, uh, hundreds of times, to not fear. Those who believe in Him, those who trust in Him, those who have faith in Him, we are called, we are reminded, we are instructed, we are commanded to not fear. It is quite easy to get caught up in fear. We all acknowledge that, right? So we're looking at various portions of Scripture where it just says that, do not fear. And what we're looking at now is in 2 Kings the sixth chapter, and we looked at the first uh, seven verses, I think, yesterday, where the axe head was recovered. Remember that? And if you if you didn't uh, listen to that, go check it out. It's the previous episode, okay? Now, I want to pick it up. Verse 7 says that Elijah looked at the guy and said, pick up the axe head. Verse 8, just continue straight in to another account. So verse 8, 2 Kings 6, says this. Now, the king of Aram was warring against Israel. And he counseled with his servants, saying, In such and such a place shall be my camp. So what's going on here is that the king of Aram was seeking to make war with Israel and was making war with Israel. So he would get with his servants. He would get with his folks and say, okay, here's what my plan is. We're going to go to this place. We're going to go to that place. That's what you do when you're making war, right? You make plans. Verse 9, the man of God, that's Elisha, the man of God sent word to the king of Israel, saying, Beware that you do not pass this place, for the Arameans are coming down there. So what's going on here? Elijah was receiving from the Lord what the plans of the king of Aram was. And then he would turn around to the king of Israel and say, Hey, make sure that you don't go down to this place right here because the king of Aram, the Aramean, is going to be there. So verse 10, the king of Israel sent to the place about which the man of God had told him. Thus he warned him, so that he guarded himself there more than once or twice. So what the king of Israel did was he would send his uh, spies down there, and sure enough, there they were. So he realized that, hey, this man of God, Elijah, is telling me the truth about this. I need to listen to him. Where was Elijah getting this information? From the Most High God. The Lord was revealing it to him. And I know quite often people say, well, that's what God did back then, but he doesn't do that kind of thing today. Yes, he does. Yes, he does, folks. Uh, When you just look at uh, the giftedness of the Spirit, you'll see that there's the gift of prophesying. There's the gift of word of wisdom, gift of word of knowledge, the gift of discerning of spirits. There's things that the Lord clues us into if we will listen, if we will seek him. Now, watch what happens. Uh, Verse 10. The king of Israel sent to the place about which the man of God had told him. Thus he warned him, so that he guarded himself there more than once or twice. 11. Now the heart of the king of Aram was enraged over this thing. And he called his servants and said to them, Will you tell me which of us is for the king of Israel? Let me check something here. Okay, you know, I wonder, what what made me think about this? No, you can read things hundreds of times and you see something interesting. It just sort of leaps at you. 
verse 10, it said, The king of Israel sent to the place about which the man of God had told him. You know, I mentioned that it was the spies that he sent there. I wonder if he uh, sent his army there. That could be an interpretation there. And that's the reason that the king of Aram was enraged over the thing. That when he would go to a place to camp out, that he would have an encounter there. Could be. Regardless, verse 11, the king of Aram was enraged over this thing. And he called his servants and said to them, Will you tell me which of us is for the king of Israel? Oh, man, he's accusing them of what? Yeah, he's accusing them of uh, having a spy there and turned against him. And so one of the servants said, and you know, folks, you see this so often in Scripture, and you really see this even within the body of Christ. So often we point to larger personalities and positions of leadership and things that we've created and all this kind of stuff. And we think, oh, this is the man of God. This is the woman of God. This is the one that has the answer. This is the one that has the vision, you know, that kind of thing. More often than not, it's not that one. It's what it says here in verse 12. One of his servants said, it's the servants that know. Okay, It's the ones who are actually doing the work rather than the ones pontificating and acting all angry as a king about it. Okay, One of the servants said, no, my lord, O king, but Elisha, the prophet who is in Israel, tells the king of Israel the words that you speak in your bedroom. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that, that right there is just a great little line. Isn't it? One of the servants, how did this servant know this? I don't know. Perhaps the Lord revealed it to the servant. I don't know. But he, he has some precise information. He knew that it was Elisha. And he knew that Elisha, and he calls him the prophet. But Elisha, the prophet who is in Israel, that Elisha, that prophet, tells the king of Israel the words that you speak in your bedroom. The God of Elijah, the God of Israel, is eavesdropping on the most intimate times in your life, king, and knows what's going on. So what's the response of the king to that? <laughs> Verse 13. So he said, go and see where he is, that I may send and take him. And it was told him, saying, hey, behold, he is in Dothan. So he sent horses and chariots and a great army there, and they came by night and they surrounded the city. Now we're going to stop right there for today. The next part immediately after this is where we get to the actual line that says, do not fear. But I wanted to see what the situation was here. You have to understand what's going on. The king of Aram is mad at him because he's revealing his plans because God is giving the plans to Elijah. Then Elijah's turned around telling the king, hey, you don't need to go down here. That king's going to be there. The king's putting it to the test, either by sending spies out or he's letting him know that he's there and he's prepared and they win the battle or whatever it may be. Now the king of Aram is just furious because he's being revealed. There's a God who reveals his heart, who reveals his mind to his enemy, he thinks. So now... He's going to sin and capture this guy. <laughs> Just think about that for a moment. Yeah, the one that tells the other king the words that you speak in your bedroom, you don't even know where he is. You've been told he's in Dothan, and now you're going to send a great army, horses and chariots and a great army there, and you're going to capture this dude, right? Yeah, this, this shows the reasoning and the, the rationale of man in, in the way that he responds to things. Anyway, uh, 
Second Kings 6. Read this account right here. We'll get to the, uh, the balance of the next episode. I really believe <coughs> the Lord does the same type of thing today. If we allow him, if we let him, he will speak to us. He'll speak through us. Yes, for our benefit, but for the benefit of others, particularly to the purpose of drawing the multitude into the kingdom. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time, and I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.